For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm here, Mike. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, just living the dream, good as always. What about yourself? Living the dream. Oh, yeah, man. I um, I'm loving it. I'm in the uh, I'm in the Toronto area at the moment, so uh, you know, um, that's why we're on the podcast sides of things. Oh yeah. But man, it is a beautiful day over here in the big smoke, and I'm just living for it. Oh hell yeah! It's a little cloudy here, but we've been getting these like. 70 to 80 degree temperature days and honestly that's my favorite temperature i hate it when it's too hot i think these kind of days are perfect and i am absolutely loving it as well yeah man and you know we had a a really great long episode last week some sad news coming in Mm -hmm. but uh you know i think this is a bit of a slower week for releases which might give us an opportunity to talk about the pretty banging week we had last week with some uh, oh, 100%. some very exciting exciting releases. Do you want to hop in on that? Oh, I would love to hop in on that. And I think what everybody wants to hear us chat about, right, is a new Chunk No Captain Chunk album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that's what you want to talk about, Mike. Oh, and um. You know, it's funny because I didn't even have a chance to listen to it before you were telling me how great it was. Um, Mm -hmm. And I did get an opportunity to listen to it a few times. And you weren't wrong, man. You were not wrong. It's it's just so good. Like, I don't think there's a bad track on this record. They all work really well together. I mean, I've listened to this record 15 times since Friday when it came out. Like, I actually went and I checked wow. my little Spotify stats thing. Like, I love every single track on this record. Like, you've got the songs like Bitter and Good Luck and True Colors and Painkillers that are like heavier, classic chunk. And then you've got these yeah. like nice songs like Drift Away and Marigold and Complete You and Tongue Tied, which are these like almost lighter. Just, so, I want to say they're somber, but they're not because chunk has this amazing way of like 
presenting things in a really happy way, but they're kind of sad. And I don't know. I just love every single part of this record. I I totally agree. You are right about that too. I think that that's their songwriting, and you know they use mm-hmm. a lot of chords. Um, they use a lot of different tones. They aren't one of those bands that's just gonna like stay on the root chord throughout the whole song. Exactly. And I think that that gives them a different emotion. Um, the other thing too is you know they've been away for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, their last record, what it was, it seven years ago or something like that. Yeah, I think. Six. And yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like the scene sort of caught up to them and they caught up to the scene like sort of at the same time Mm -hmm. to where this new record, it feels fresh, but it feels like chunk at the same time. It's really kind of an interesting thing. Like, you know, I think about the last six years, some of, you know, the the best pop punk bands in the scene, uh, one of my favorite being Seaway. They, you know, they've kind of come into their sound that's actually quite a bit like this record um, in some of the uh, feel of it. And I, I think that that's a really interesting thing that's happened. And I don't know if it's a conscious thing. I think that this is just sort of how it worked out where Chunk was a little bit ahead of their time. Yeah, and I, I really have to agree with that. I think they were ahead of their time with even some of their early records as well. And they've just really managed to encapsulate this sound that matches how I think a lot of people are feeling right now where mm. we're kind of okay moving away from the heavier stuff all the time, as long as like some of it's still there, right? But just kind of going for as long as like the songwriting is solid and kind of starting to incorporate new elements and just really having some fun and expressing yourself on the record, that's something that they've just really captured here and I absolutely love. For sure. There's a certain maturity to this record that is maybe not as present in their other releases. I think the production uh, is absolutely incredible too Mm -hmm. on this record. Like the, the way that they're mixing, you know, some of the raw, you know, rock sounds and real instruments with obviously some of the software instruments is it's really, really well done. Um, I'm not sure who produced this record, but it's, it's really, uh, it was really, really well done. So I'm, I'm impressed with that part of it as well. I can't say enough about this record. I think it's an album of the year contender. Uh, complete standout for the year. It's right up there with Era for me right now. Just everything about this record is beautiful. And I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, no, there you go. And and uh, 15 times. I didn't know there was a Spotify stat for that. How do you find that? I'm sure lots of people would want to know. Like, uh, whatchamacallit, you know how we do the like five by fives or whatever? What's the name of the last FM? Mm-hmm. Like you, scr- yep. you scrobble your releases that tracks it. And I just went and checked it on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So should my play count, what go. is it, like 130 so, times this week or something like that so far? So I just divided that by wow. 12 and called it Okay. Good. There you go. Um, anything else to say about that one? Uh, no, I think we really covered it all. Uh, if you haven't listened to this album yet, make sure that you go do it because even if you've never been a Chunk fan before, even if you've never been an Easy Core fan before, if you're like, man, I only listen to Deathcore... Dude, this album is something for everybody. <laughs> it is just so well done that I think anybody can appreciate it. Even if you're just coming here because, wow, they're going to talk about Billie Eilish again this week. Like, go listen to this record. It's incredible. Yes, um, absolutely. Don't let the name throw you off. I know it's a weird name. Uh, just don't worry about it because this is a really great record. And speaking of Billie Eilish, absolutely, this was the uh, mm-hmm. release. Uh, I mean, I could say release of the week, release of the month, maybe even release of the year in terms of the hype. Um, literally, her face is on Amazon boxes coming to my house. Like, yeah. this is just a huge release in music. And um, I, I got to say, I d- was not disappointed by this record at all. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked it too. And I know this might be an unpopular opinion. I think I might like it better than her first one. Yeah, I really like, and I can kind of agree with that. I think that there are parts of this record that are definitely better than her first one. Uh, The only kind Mm -hmm. of takeaway that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way with this album is that it felt like a bit of a mess in the way that it was put together. Some of the transitions are really, really harsh for me, and it kind of Mm. took me out of the album a little bit. So I feel like a little bit of track rearrangement, and this is just me personally, could have fixed that. But 
overall, every single one of these tracks is just absolutely amazingly well done. She's such a talented writer in the way that she conveys emotion into her music. And you can really get kind of the themes and ideas that she wants to convey with them. Not only from the lyricism, but even if you were just listening to the instrumentals that are going on, you really kind of get the overall tones and themes. And I think that's something that a lot of bands struggle to capture with five people in the band, let alone with just one person and uh, some beats and a couple of instrumentals and things like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, you know, she's still so young, you know, <laughs> and I think the first track is called Getting Older, which it's just kind of funny to me. Yeah. And some of the lyrics are so jaded that it's, I don't know, I, I can't help but kind of smile as a 40-year-old man listening to this. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, like, there are thoughts and ideas that on this record, like, I'm not even, like, I'm just listening, like, while I'm driving around or whatever. Like, I'm not reading the lyrics as I'm listening or even listening that intently. And things will jump out to me that are just so thought-provoking. Yeah, And I'm like, wow, like a 19-year-old woman is explaining things to me in a way I haven't thought about them before. And I'm like, this is just incredible. And mm -hmm. I think that that's right away what grabbed me about the record. And it it more became a, a journey, almost like a personal journey as a listener myself, more so than I was even caring about like, oh, that's a great hook or that's a great chorus. So it was like, it was like, I really felt spoken to which i guess is probably why billy eilish is so popular she mm -hmm. has a way with words and conveying emotion um and and i really really like this record i wonder what the staying power is going to be for me for other people um you know in the grand scheme of her obviously it's going to be a very long career of albums and you know uh, this one is just going to cement her further as the she could be the number one star in the world. And um, it'll be really interesting to see what this, the kind of legs this record has. Yeah, I'm interested to see that as well. Um, I've seen good things everywhere about this record. Tons of people are loving it, mm -hmm. all the way from people in our scene to obviously pop, news, radio, thing, just kind of everywhere. The hype for this album really lived up. I can't say enough good things about this record either. I mean, it's just so real and just like what you were saying, it's it's almost in a way where, and I'm just going to bring it back real quick to Chunk, where because English is their second language, some of the like metaphors and ways that they kind of lay things out lyrically is just different. And I feel like I'm even being, what, 27, 28 now? I don't remember. It's close enough to there. But being right around there uh, and her being, what, 18, 19, that 10 years of difference, like, just so many different life experiences and different upbringings and things along those lines. And just being presented something in a different way like that. And I think she thinks differently than a lot of other people as well with her writing process yeah. and such. And it's just kind of mind boggling a little bit that somebody <laughs> yeah, else man. can kind of take these very common ideas and kind of warp them and put them into light like that. And I mean, She's had some crazy experiences, stardom from such a young age. And you can see a lot of that in these lyrics too, right? Like, it's just absolutely crazy kind of how much of herself no. she's able to put on this record without actually putting that much out there, it seems like, sometimes too, while still staying kind of shrouded. There is, yeah, there is some kind of old soul uh, in that young mm -hmm. woman and uh, it's it's very impressive and that is interesting that you bring up the second language thing with Chunk sorry to jump around oh, yeah. I, I've always noticed that and there, there's a band that I really like from Denmark called Mew mm -hmm. and obviously people in Denmark speak very good English uh, better than France no offense to any of our French uh, listeners but uh, and it is interesting sometimes how you can take somebody who has maybe they've thought or dreamt uh, and lived in a different language and when things get converted into English expressions they can be done so in a different way mm -hmm. than we would think about it and I do find that there are a lot of international bands that write really interesting lyrics uh, like that so some people might might say oh English isn't my first language it's a disadvantage sometimes it can be an advantage 100% so 100% um, 
But yeah, sorry about that sidebar. But no, I, I think this Billie Eilish record is is really, really, really special. Uh, I know you said the thing about the some of the track and the track listing being a little jarring. I didn't didn't bother me too much. Mm-hmm. I, and I I got to say one last thing. She sounds great on this thing. I, I mean, her, just as a vocalist, uh, as a singer, I think maybe she hasn't always been that confident because, you know, she's, let's be honest, she's not Adele or Christina Aguilera or something like with her vocal prowess. Um, but I mean, she's showing her chops all over this thing mm-hmm. too, which I like because some of the more mumbly stuff that she's done in the past, eh, it's not, it's not as much for me. Yeah, I really agree with that too. And I think some of that comes with, I don't know what her kind of whole plan was with the first record, if she planned on it being such a huge successor. And I mean, nobody probably plans on that, right? No way. But <laughs> I, once something like that happens and you start to see like, okay, music is an actual viable career, you start training your voice and learning how to do things in a way that you haven't been able to do before. And I think that her voice and the amount of talent that she possesses towards singing is only going to improve and we're yep. only going to get better and better I guess what tracks takes from her whatever you want to kind of call it and I think that on the next record that's only going to improve and kind of elevate what she's bringing lyrically and thematically even more absolutely it'll be very interesting to see what happens but yeah those um, two records that are very uh very different scenes, very different worlds, but both great and both uh, highly recommended by myself and Mike. Um, the other record I want to get your take on is the new EP from Creeper. Oh, 100%. Uh, I gotta talk this, about this. The, yeah, and this band, you know, is... Uh, uh, they put out my favorite album of last year. And here they are back with the EP. I was very excited when I opened it up on Spotify and I was like, oh, wow, eight songs. Well, three I think three of them are like interludes. So it's really only five uh, full tracks. But for me, once again, Creeper does not miss. Uh, this is a this is a cool record. Yeah, I 100% have to agree. I think that, honestly, the only song that really sounds like anything off the last record is uh, Midnight, where it's kind of that more upbeat, like rock mm-hmm. opera kind of pop punk. The rest of the songs are really kind of slow and I think do a great job at capturing the definition of the word noir, which is what this EP is, American Noir, where it's mm-hmm. kind of this slower, almost, I'm not going to say creepy, anxiety-induced thing, tension-building, but it's very kind of fogged-over feeling, and it really conveys that. And when I'm listening to this record, it's kind of... I picture myself in Boston, almost, right? <laughs> like... At night in Boston, walking around kind of the old or older parts of the city, there's some brickwork on the streets. There's a pub that's still open. The lights they aren't they haven't switched over to LEDs there yet. They're kind of got that orange tint to them. <laughs> like that's the feeling that I get when I'm listening to this, and I absolutely love this take from them because I think this is what EPs should be. They should be kind of exploring a different concept. Mm-hmm. for a band and I just like this overall kind of thematic from them I I don't know if I would love a full album as much I probably would but I don't think that we need to have a full album for this or that they wanted to explore it enough to need a full album yeah it's funny you say that about Boston I, and I just picture London I kind of picture London anytime I listen to this band oh 100% um, but being it, it's that American from the UK. noir Shane we gotta, we gotta oh you gotta go to come over to the states Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, then Boston, then you're right. Boston's the right answer. Um, yeah, I also really liked a lot of the singing uh, from Hannah on this record, too. I think f- it's like two full tracks of her, you know, lead vocals on. Yep. Out of the five, I really like that as well. I think she's she's terrific, you know, uh, addition to the band over the, you know, since 2015 or whenever she mm-hmm. joined. 100% agree. And I, I, think, I think it's an absolutely... Uh, I, th- I think this EP, I mean, I- I'm not going to call it a masterpiece. It's always hard to call an EP a masterpiece, but this is as close as it gets. I, I think that there's, mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see what they do on the next full length. If they are, if this is kind of a one and done experiment, if, you know, if they're going to go back to some of the more, you know, punk rock uh, influences, or if it's going to stick stick around like this, I'm pretty good with whatever they choose to do. Um, because mm-hmm. I think this band is just great, and 
I just, I'm always so, so, um, I'm so into their lyrics. I think they, yeah. they just write some of the best lyrics. They, they really are fearless. I think I said that before. They're really fearless with what they say. And they're not afraid to, you know, whether it's the Coke and Pepsi analogy or, or whatever, you know, they really, they really aren't scared to do anything. Um, if it, if it paints the picture that they want to, that they want to paint. Yeah, I 100% agree. And to kind of go back and to say an EP isn't a masterpiece, I don't think that, I think we can say, say that an EP is a masterpiece. And I think this is up there with some of the other masterpiece EPs that I know, like mm -hmm. the original zombie EP. That's very commonly right. referred to as a masterpiece. And I think that this is on par with that as far as overall ca capturing the thematic and just great songwriting. And I'm a-okay calling this EP a masterpiece, right? I think it's just great. Hey, hey, there you go. Yeah, and I mean, those were the three records that, that I occupied my time with. Uh, anything else from uh, last week you want to touch on? Yeah, I want to talk about some singles real quick from the last week. Sure. Um, the first one that I really want to talk about was uh, the new Under Oath, or new Under Oath, new Plot and You single. Yeah. I absolutely love this. I think that Plot and You might be at their best point that they've ever been at, which is weird because I think Disposed was probably one of the greatest albums that year that it came out. I think I had it in my top 10. I forget where exactly. But I I don't know what they kind of did to evolve. Maybe adding in more of the samples or whatever they did, but the songwriting is just absolutely incredible on the single, and I can't wait for the new album. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, they, they've really found, kind of found their sound, I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, I think maybe before they were pigeonholed into a certain scene, or something that they felt like they needed to fit into. And I think they just realized that they don't have to fit in any scene. They have a great fan base on their own mm -hmm. and they can do what they want. And I think that they're at their best when they do that. Yeah, I think they really did kind of step out of their kind of metalcore boundaries a bit on the last album, Dispose. And I think this they're kind of fully shrugging off the jacket and just releasing whatever kind of comes from their heart. And I I know it's the plot in you. I know we're still going to get some heavy tracks on this record. I know we're going to have a breakdown or two. But I really like this more kind of atmospheric vibe. It's it, Listening to this song reminds me a lot of Disposable Fix, which was my absolute favorite on the last record. And I'm really happy that they're embracing it and going in this direction. Yes, absolutely. And if you want to see the plot in you you should get tickets to the Silverstein tour this fall with direct support from The Plot and You and Can't Swim. It's a very exciting tour. I'm very excited to be back on the road with my friend Landon. Oh, yeah. Very, very awesome stuff. So the one other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about from last week is uh, I found a new band. Oh. This is always very exciting. Uh, so this band is called uh, Lantlos. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly. It's L-A-N-T-L-O-S, but the O has the little like triangle above it. I never know okay. what to call that. Uh, but they put out their new album, Wildhund, W-I-L-D-H-U-N-D. Uh, uh, not exactly sure where they're from, but they're kind of a progressive doom metal band. And I kind of found this record just like looking around as I do. <laughs> and the album art looked cool and interesting and weird and you know how that gets me uh, but this record's absolutely incredible and I think that everybody should check it out if you've been a fan of that like weird stuff that I've been kind of uh, recommending as far as that this really reminds me of bands like Thornhill and Loathe but okay. a little bit less metalcore and a little bit more traditional metal as far as that goes um I, I just really like this record. I've listened to this probably three or four times. I've obviously still been obsessed with the new Trunk album, but this has been surprisingly <laughs> taking my attention away from that more than anything else has been able to. So I think that in its own is quite impressive. And you go check that out. Lantlos. Yep. We think. We think. Interesting. Well, it's um, a new band recommendation from Mike. I think that's why people are listening to this show. So uh, write that one down, everybody, and uh, get on that. Nailed it. You ready to get into some stuff this week? 
Yeah, I, I know it's a shorter week, a smaller week, short um, week, which makes sense after the last few. Yeah, so I mean, uh, let's jump in. How many? What is our? What is it today? I don't think we have a full top five, do we? No, we've only got two this week, but I think they're uh, okay. pretty solid too. Um, next week we're probably going to have quite a few more than five. It just happened to be a large week, so we'll get sure. into quite a bit of stuff for you guys next. week. Uh, but let's start off with number two, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so coming out of Las Vegas, this is a really cool band called Of Sulfur. Uh, I say of, but it's O-V and then Sulfur. Uh, this band's a deathcore band. If you couldn't tell from the name, they're putting out their new EP, Oblivion. Uh, cool mm-hmm. thing about this is this is uh, Ricky Hoover, the ex-vocalist of Suffocate's new band. It's his first music in about 10 years absolutely incredible deathcore vocalist and so i saw that name getting attached to a new project and i was very excited um this band is very similar to some other bands that we've talked about on this show like distant and crown magnetar uh, worm shepherd all kind of bands like that and i'm really excited for this release i think it's going to be some straight up beater deathcore yeah absolutely and and i gotta be honest i've not heard of this band of sulfur of of sulfur, mm-hmm. excuse me. I do you remember Suffocate from way back? Yep. That's Suffocate with a K, if I'm not wrong, right? It is. Yeah, I remember this. I remember this band. So that's that's cool that we have you know uh, a, a well revered band uh, and a singer back back in the scene. Um, and and I'm seeing here they have a track featuring the one and only Tim Lambesis. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's a pretty good track. Um, kind of the only clean vocals that I've actually heard so far on the uh, singles. So I think that's pretty interesting that they brought him in to kind of bring a different dynamic to the sound. Um, Tim is singing. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't even know Tim Lambesis did clean vocals. I thought they had other guys in the band in As They Lay Dying do that. It, it's like his clean vocals where like, yes, they're still screamed, but they're very, very clear and audible, right? It's okay. not like his, oh, we're going through the verse and we've got a heavy riff in the background screams, right? So okay. I think it fits really well with the band. Um, overall, I just really love these three singles. I think they're great. And I think that this EP is going to be a lot of fun and I'm really happy to obviously see Ricky back in the band or back in the scene. Yes. And just to be clear, I'm not... Um I'm not saying the one and only Tim Lambesis necessarily in a good way. Um, the guy, uh, obviously, we're well aware of his mm-hmm. past and his prison time and uh, all that. And um, yes, he has he has served his time. That doesn't mean anyone needs to support him. Um, I welcome people to make their own uh, judgments uh, about about uh, Tim and uh, and his career moving forward. Yep, 100%. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> this is a very short new week. Uh, oh, it's not going to be I short. Guess we'll get into short. <laughs> the number one record right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. We're back. You ready to talk about our number one? I I am. Yeah, and I I um I'm not sure what it's going to be, so I'm I'm kind of I'm excited. So this is a really cool band putting out an album. Uh, they're from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I want to say they're pop punk, but they're really so much more than that. Uh, the band is called Foxing, and they're releasing mm. their new album or Draw Down the Moon. Yeah. Great pick. Um, Foxing. Yeah, Foxing. No, I wouldn't call them a pop punk band. I'll explain it like this. Mm-hmm. If you feel weird about listening to your brand new albums, um, yeah. maybe Foxing could be your new favorite band. Um, they have a sound kind of similar to that sort of scene, a little more mature sounding. Um, mm-hmm. Really great songs, though. I, I always thought that the fo- Foxing was kind of just a little under the radar for some reason, like a band yeah. that I always thought should be more popular. Uh, bands that I kind of 
think about what I heard them because it's a recently new band for me. I saw some hype around the first single and I got kind of drawn in and I've really fallen in love with this band through all the singles. But when I listen to them, they remind me a lot of bands like Sorority Noise. Uh, the world is a beautiful place and I'm no longer afraid yeah. to die. Um, at times, they almost remind me of uh, Tiny Moving Parts with their uh, lyricism and just kind of overall songwriting. But I think that this band is super solid. They've really got that blend of like, I almost want to say it's mostly indie, but there's definitely like post-punk and pop-punk influences in there. Uh, all these singles are absolutely great and very different too. They've got ones that are more upbeat, a little bit more kind of on brand with our scene. They've got some slower, almost ballady tracks, and they've got some kind of weird tracks too. They're definitely yeah. more on the indie side with a lot of kind of like vocalizers and things going on and modulation and just doing some really weird, cool stuff. But I'm absolutely yeah. stoked for this album. I think it's going to be incredible. Yeah, hundred percent. I I really I uh, really love that we're talking about this band. Just a band that doesn't get talked about enough. And what is this? Their third album, maybe, maybe their fourth, third or fourth album. Um. So yeah, band like not you know they've been around for a fourth while, album. but they're still fourth album. Yeah, they're still you know they've been probably been a band for about ten years. So yeah, it's a it's a good time to get into them if you haven't yet. And um, I think they're they're probably making their best music of their career right now. So it's uh, it's an exciting time for Foxing. Mm-hmm. I'm really stoked. I can't wait to hear this and talk about it more next week. I think this is definitely a record that yeah, I can't really talk as much on beforehand just because I don't know the band as well. But mm-hmm. I'm really excited to start getting into their discography as I get a little bit more time later in the year and really kind of dive into this record. I, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be weird and surprising at points too. That's why I kind of don't want to get into it. Absolutely. And St. Louis, man. St. Louis, such a great city. Oh, Underrated so cool. place, man. I love going to St. Louis. I really, great, I've great. only been once and I was, let me see, I was like 17, I think. So I like, can't really do anything. I was there on a school trip <laughs> too. Right. Really fun city. I enjoyed it for my, what I was there for. I love it. I love it. There you go. Foxing at number one and of sulfur, OV sulfur. At number two, that is our very short list of new releases this week. However, I'm sure there's an honorable <laughs> mention or two. Or 23. Oh, 23. All right. Let's bang them out. Here we go. All righty. Uh, where do I want to start? Let's just start with the weird one. Um, there's a new Dayseeker Reimagine track. I know that Dayseeker mm. is absolutely amazing band in our scene right now. So people want to hear about that. They're working on putting out a deluxe edition of their latest album, and it's got some reimagined tracks on it. Uh, this is the second one of those, so make sure you go check that out if you're a fan of the band. You should be a fan of the band. It's still Dayseeker's still sometimes a little bit under the radar, but uh, one of the best singers and screamers in the scene, Rory, uh, get on that. Get on Dayseeker if you haven't already. 100%. Uh, next up, I'm gonna. this is a fun one. Because I really like this band. We talked about this band earlier this year uh, with their album. It's still on my album of the year shortlist. Uh, we've got Brand of Sacrifice releasing a new single. Yeah, already. Featuring Spencer Chamberlain of Underoath. Very cool. And um, I love that Brand of Sacrifice is getting a little bit of recognition, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with some of these, you know, older and um, obviously iconic, someone like Spencer, uh, members of the scene, um, Eric from I Prevail, I think, was a guest yep. vocalist on their their full length. So it's really cool that they're incorporating uh, some stuff that's a little bit outside of the Not just of their genre course. too. Yep. Very very cool, and and I love Brand of Sacrifice. I think they're one of the best extreme uh, bands out there, and uh, very proud that they're uh, they're from my home area here too in Canada. So uh, yeah, don't miss, don't miss Brand of Sacrifice and what they're doing. And, you know, speaking of Canada, I've got to talk about one of, if not my favorite Canadian band. Mm. Uh, They're doing something. Mike, Mike, you don't have to say that about me. Oh, it's not you. (laughs) They're doing something interesting. They have just put out their first single since, oh my God, I don't even remember. I don't even know how long it is because I've been waiting for new music from this band for so long. Since 2017, so not that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. this is technical death metal band Archspire. 
They've put out their first yeah. single and announced their next album. This band is absolutely incredible. Like I didn't realize this band was Canadian. Yeah. Oh, cool. You learn something every day. These guys are absolutely insane. This is some of the most buckwild guitar work that you've ever heard. And if you're a fan of those kind of like super staccato rap vocals uh, that are screamed, they are just absolute masters of this. I love this new single. I pre-ordered the new album. I'm so excited for this. It comes out in October. Um, I just love this band so much. <laughs> awesome. No, I always, I always figure there's a lot of really good technical guitar players from Canada because it's so bloody cold mm -hmm. that all they have to do is is like sit in their bedrooms because they can't go outside, just like ripping keep their, harmonic keep minor scales or whatever. Exactly. And that's why that's why you have so many uh so many great bands. And watch, I don't know where Archspire is from. I'm gonna just say it's like Edmonton or Quebec City or something, like just because it's probably somewhere really cold. That's just they're from that's just Vancouver. Oh, damn it. The warmest place. My theory's out the window. My theory's out the window. All right, what's next? Uh next up, um, we're just gonna keep it going at the shred. Uh this awesome, really weird, I wanna call them metalcore, but they're kind of like progressive metal and noise as well uh frontier they're releasing their new single tomorrow on thursday and as well as announcing an album for uh october as well uh, i absolutely love these guys i think they are super underrated i don't know why they don't get as much love i think it's because it's a little bit abrasive to get into but i think that there are some super talented dudes that are writing some absolutely amazing music and okay you should go check out this single i think it's gonna just be an absolute okay player. let's see let's just keep up with the heavy uh, next up, we've got one of my favorite from kind of a subgenre that I think doesn't get enough love, uh, where it's kind of uh, grindcore slash death grind. Uh, but Full of Hells released a new single and announced a new album as well. Um, I absolutely love Full of Hell. I think that they're just absolute masters of what they do, where they'll write like a two minute track and it'll just sound wet and disgusting and nasty <laughs> and you'll need to go take a shower afterwards. And that's exactly what this band, <laughs> this single sounds like. I love it so much. There you go. Disgusting, disgusting stuff. And then uh, next up, just kind of finish off the heavy. Uh, we've got Traders putting out a new single. Um, I think it's called Menace to Society. I listened to it. It's an absolute banger. Um, makes you want to get in the pit and be ignorant and just throw hands. All right. It's <laughs> All right. absolutely heavy. I love it. I'm super stoked. I hope they announce an album soon, uh, preferably for next year because this year's starting to get real full towards the end. But, <laughs> uh, yes, bands listening to this, please just wait until next year. There's just too much coming out. Yeah, 100%. Um, and speaking of bands, waiting till next year. Uh, we got a new single from Under Oath second single yes still sounds like old school under oath um yeah really I, here I just saw this one today uh just popped up well it just came voyeurist, out today. Yep. voyeurist or something it's called yep yeah no I, i'm excited to listen to this i haven't checked it out yet um but yeah i'm i'm really i'm really excited if, if it is what you say and under oath is just kind of you know, not to say I, didn't, I love their last record, but they mm -hmm. did the last record. So now moving on, moving forward, but maybe also, you know, looking to some of their classic, more aggressive uh, and angry sound, I think is, uh, I welcome that from those guys. Exactly. And they've announced due to vinyl pressing delays, they wanted to make sure that the vinyl gets in people's hands. Uh, when the album comes out, it's coming out on the 14th of January. So we have our first official annou oh, nice. album announcement of next year. Wow, that's a that's a long. Uh, I know. Like how how many months is it till January? I can't do that this I, in my, in my head though, because we got the holding absence <laughs> announcement, the architects announcement, right. like re, right around this time last year, because we were doing the show. I think it was yeah. maybe September, but yeah, five five months, more than five months away. Um, yeah. but hey, it's exciting stuff. So why not? I mean, Under Oath always they always are leading leading the genre, even even though they went away for so long and came mm -hmm. back, they're still leaders. And uh, very exciting news. 100%. Um, I forgot one of the heavy bands, uh, Inferi, dropped their second single. That's I-N-F-E-R-I. -E we talked about them a couple weeks ago. Make sure you go check that out. It's another absolute banging death metal track. These guys are just going to release an absolutely fire album, and I can't wait to talk about that later in the year. Yeah. 
Uh, what else do we got? Um, let's talk about these two because they're coming. They've got albums coming out next week. So in anticipation of their albums dropping next week, we have a new single from Afterlife, which is a band that I absolutely love. They're kind of bringing in uh, new metal and metalcore sounds together very well. Very similar. If you like kind of early Linkin Park, I kind of hate comparing bands to that because it's such an inspiration for a lot of bands. But I think that this is a really good kind of modern take on that sound. And these guys are just doing absolutely amazing work. I'm really excited for this album. It's supposed to come out this week, but they moved it back a week. Um, so next week, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Uh, also putting out their album next week, we're getting a last single from Caskets. Uh, this is a band that had the name change. A uh, little less excited for this just because we're at the point now where I think we've gotten like eight singles. So like, I think we've heard most of the album. Right. Um, is what it is. This band released a bunch of singles and then got signed and then uh, had to release more singles for the album hype lead up. And sometimes this happens and it's weird, but they are releasing bangers nonetheless. So I'm going to keep right. listening and can't wait for this album i can't wait to listen to the single on friday what was the band called before uh afterlife right yes of course yep yes super cool dudes um all right hung out with them a few times at various shows always super nice and great music great live show okay uh speaking of some other dudes that are putting uh, there's a third one that are putting out their album next week uh, that I've hung out a lot with that show is the guys in Spirit Breaker are dropping another single from their album on Friday as well. Uh, awesome, amazing metalcore people who like Silent Planet, bands like that. Uh, yep. Absolutely great. We're going to talk about that much more next week. Um, let me see. Hmm. Hmm. We're getting a new Papa Roach. Well, we've already gotten it. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but we got a new Papa Roach single. Nice. It's called Swerve. It's got Jason Butler from Fever 333 featuring oh. Cool. I, I think Papa Roach is a band getting better with age. Oh, 100%. Um, quite honestly. I think their last few records have had some really great songs on it. Uh, really great songs and, and just, yeah, they're, 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 they kind of kill it every time now. So that's, mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to check this out. So I just realized I've been saying 100% quite a lot this episode. <laughs> so I hope I'm not I'm going to try not to say it again the rest of the episode if somebody's gotten this 101% just say 101% yeah. if you've counted DM me on Instagram and let me know because I'm kind of curious I'm not going to listen to this <laughs> uh, next up we've got I'm going to change it we've got a new single from Black Bear I absolutely love Black Bear uh, we've talked about his last record um, kind yeah. of, I'm kind of I would say I'm surprised that we're getting a new single from him so soon but with the pop world how it is I'm not um really excited for this i don't think black bear puts out bad tracks so i can't wait to hear it yeah the yeah it is interesting this this whole like new movement of of like record comes out and then oh there's more singles there's post-release singles mm -hmm. or just people are just putting out content all the time um it's like social media um presence has kind of infiltrated the music world and i don't hate it you know yeah, i mean i don't hate it as long as it's not artists that I don't find interesting, right? Which I'm sure it's happening with them too, but because I listen to all of my music digitally or on uh, vinyl, uh, I don't really experience that, right? So it's just kind of when I see new content from artists that I know are amazing and are going to be continuing to write good music, I'm A-OK -okay with more content as long as the quality sticks up. Yeah, 100%. And speaking of hoping if the quality sticks up, uh, it just got announced that we're getting a new As It Is single tomorrow. So Thursday, Friday, oh, yes. when you hear this. I absolutely love As It Is. They didn't miss a beat despite losing some very key members. I think their last mm -hmm. single was great, and I'm very excited for this one as well. This is their second single now? Yep, and they haven't announced an album yet. Yeah. Um, who knows what's going on there, but I'm regardless, I'm very excited. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I think I was was talking about their last single a little bit, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of feeling like it might have been, you know, sort of the like the first single out of the gate, a little bit of tension grabby. Um, yeah, I always was. think as it is is at their best when they are a little more emo on the emotional side. Mm -hmm. So I I uh, I hope that we get a song, 
you know, more in that vein because I know, you know, Patty and the boys are very capable of uh, providing the feels. So, um, but I will always listen and I, uh, I love as it is, uh, always, always have, always will. Yep. Just such a good band. And I mean, speaking of bands that get you in their feels, uh, this band announced a new album for October. We talked about them a little bit earlier when we were talking about Foxing, but the world is a beautiful place and I am no longer afraid to die. I have released a new single, announced a new album. I really love this band. Um, they were never a band that I super got into and like I'm going to pick up their album and I'm just going to continually spin their album. I've done that maybe once or twice for each album, but whenever I see this band live, they just kind of always very emotional performances and I'm always really excited for new material from them. Yes, the the band with the longest band name ever, uh, but they are really great. I actually never seen them live. I would love to, but I do <laughs> like their records and uh, I do think that, again, they tend to be a little under underrated. Um, yeah. You know, obviously they're critically acclaimed, but they're not as popular as I think they should be. So, uh, yeah, check out their new single and go back and listen to their old records as well. Hell yeah. Uh, next up, a band I also think is underrated. Um, kind of coming off the easy core like Chunk, we've got another single from Settle Your Scores. Now, this is a band that while Chunk was away, uh, they were out to play and they were just kind of continuing on releasing easy core and making good music still. Um, I'm really excited for this album that's coming out, I think, in a couple of weeks here towards the end of the month. And I think the single's going to be another banger. All right, yeah. Uh, next up, we're kind of in all bangers now, really. Uh, we're getting a new single from With Confidence. Love With Confidence. We're getting a new single from Grayscale. Love Grayscale. We're getting a new single from Dying Wish. It's the new band on Sharp Tone. We already got the single. It's absolutely amazing. Love these guys. Uh, we're getting a new single from Megan Dia, which I'm really excited. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've made a comeback. This is their second single, I believe. Um, I think that they are another... It's weird, right? Because we call these bands one-hit wonders because they had their song Monster and it just absolutely blew up. And they never kind of found a song that brought them to that popularity again. But I think that Monster is... Well, it's a great song, don't get me wrong. It's not even close to one of their best. And I think that... It, they just kind of took a break and stepped back for a while, which totally cool to do. And they're coming back full force and just releasing banger after banger. I'm yeah. No, I don't, here. I don't have for sure. I don't have the Megan Dia, you know, um, Wikipedia page pulled up in front of me, but yeah, I, I mean, I remember them being on warp tour. I want to mm -hmm. say back in like Oh six or something like that. Um, the Frampton sisters and, you know, yeah, they had a lot of hype, a lot of success. And yep. they did some solo stuff on their own. Um, but yeah, it's good to have them have them back because I always thought they were just just really, really uh, talented sisters. And mm -hmm. that's it's awesome to see. I was actually at their kind of quote unquote reunion show. I was at the Warped uh, 25 in um, oh, okay. what was it, Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that was a pretty good time. They sounded like they had been practicing together the entire time, so. Nice. Uh, next Megan up. Dia, back, cool. Next up, probably one of the bands that I think is blowing up the absolute hardest right now. We've got a new single from Bad Flower coming out. Um, mm -hmm. These guys totally deservedly blowing up. Um, and honestly, even I kind of, I said, nah, they're a little overrated, and I didn't really get into it. Uh, off my first couple of listens to these guys, but uh, these new singles have absolutely got me into this band. I went back, I listened to their first album, EP, I can't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head. Yep. Absolutely blew me away. These guys are great. Uh, make sure you go check that out and get on this album because it's going to be, I think, a sleeper hit that is going to be on a lot of people's album of the year. I think this band is going to get very popular. They're already getting popular. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of mainstream success, but they do, they are a cut above, yep. um, you know, other, other radio rock bands and they'll be labeled that, but I think that they are giving, mm -hmm. uh, quite a, quite a bit more, uh, substance than other bands, you know, in that world. So, uh, I agree, I agree with the pick, Mike. I think very similar in vain to like a star set where are they radio rock? Yes. Are they just so much better than everything else in that genre though? Yes. Yep. Exactly. hundred percent. And then going to album of the years, uh, we got 
two singles this week that are absolutely if if these bands aren't on both of our album of the years, uh, something wrong has happened or we've been kidnapped mm. or, or paid off. Um, <laughs> we've got a new single this week from Don Broco. Yeah. The last single until the album comes out in September, which I'm very excited about because we're only getting three singles. Um, unless we're getting lied to, but this should be the last single. Um, always very excited for new Don Broco. I think that these guys are just so incredibly talented and we've talked so much about them that it's probably getting repetitive at this point but if you're still not listening to Don Broco just do it just do it listen watch the videos you're gonna love it you're gonna have fun that's what it's all about remember music it's fun it's fun that's why we listen to it except the last band that I want to talk about the last band that we listen to is not fun Uh, is emotional (laughs) gut-wrenching stuff and I am so excited for it because it just makes me it helps me sleep at night Honestly, uh, we're getting the second single off the new album. This place will become your tomb by Sleep Token. It's coming. It's coming. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm so excited. I love Sleep yeah, Token. Yeah, and we talk about Sleep Token as much as possible. They're Mike's. Mm-hmm. They're basically Mike's favorite band. I don't know if you could admit them to them being no, your number one I, band. I, I I'm just gonna put so, that. But... I'm gonna put that there for you. And uh, I'm not yeah, here we go. Away. The last. The last single, the first single, I should say, from their new, um, from this album cycle, uh, turned our heads it once again, and it was a little more, you know, singly mm-hmm. than some of their previous material, and it'll be very interesting to see what this one is. I think that they could really go any direction. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take any guesses but, while we're here? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a heavy single. I think it's going to be long, ambient, and weird. That's my take. All right. um, that's what I think. We'll we'll we're placing our bets, and we'll see next week. Right out of the gate, we'll be talking about this one. That's oh, for 100%. sure. Screw, uh, are you uh, are you staying up twelve twelve o'clock? Um, refreshing your phone to uh, refreshing to my get it phone. Very, uh, very, I'm going to be decked out in Sleep Token merch, sitting at my computer with the lights on, ready to listen to this for an hour straight. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. That works. That works. New new music from Sleep Token. Don't sleep, ladies and gentlemen. That That's, uh, that's a band that you need to be listening to. 100%. Damn it. I said it again. I caught myself right as I was doing it, too. Oh, well. It's okay. I'm even saying it, and you're not even noticing. So, hey. Oof. Oof. It's bad bad it's spread through this podcast this week it's bad well that's our top two and 23 honorable mentions and a lot of talk about billy eilish creeper and of course from france chunk no captain chunk so go go consume music everybody and enjoy it and we'll be back next week uh i believe we will also be on the audio only side we'll be right here We'll be waiting for you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Mike. Thanks, bud. Thank you. That's our episode. Bye. Bye.